Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Good afternoon, this is Rahul Reddy. Uh, today is um, Wednesday. The time is about uh, 4.30 Central Time. Reddy Union PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please try to fill the Google Sheet out, and we will try to get to the people who fill the Google Sheet out first. If you're a newcomer, please let us know that you're a newcomer. Hello? Hear me? Ram? Ram? Yeah, hi, sir. This is Ram. Yes, sir. Yes, Ram. So I have, I applied for adjustment of status myself. Mm-hmm. So my priority date is uh, EB3, mm-hmm. June 30th. Mm-hmm. So looks like year? the date. Which huh? year? Which year? Uh, you said June 30th. 2012. Okay, keep going. So 2012, so it's went back to 20, 2009 right now. I'm so when I, applied, yeah, so when, I, when I applied, I got uh, EAD card. Okay. okay. So my H1 is expiring 2024 next year. Mm-hmm. So my question is, can I apply for extension of EAD or can I apply also apply for H1 extension? You can apply both if you want to. That's your okay. option. Okay. So one more question is, if I want to change the location of where I'm currently working, so do I need to apply for amendment or can I can go on EAD without applying uh, extension? You can you can go on EAD. You don't have to file any amendment for the AOS. Next person, please. Rakhbekar, Nas. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Nas. Yeah, I have posted my question in the Google form. Uh, you have submitted so supplement J to request transfer for an underlying EB2 TB. Then this has submitted back in February. Until date, my uh, is not approved, even though date is current. Is there anything you can do to expedite this? What is your priority date? Uh, Feb, Feb 2012. So Feb 2012. Okay, wait. Uh, that's not current. Feb, uh, Feb 2012 is right? Yes, sir. So that's not current in EB2 right now. So you're speaking about these two weeks or are you speaking about after that? We have, no, we have filed uh, 45J in February. So since February I know, is... But the question is right now, the priority date for July is not current for you. For June, June or June, right? Not July. For, I know, but you mean to say to expedite within these two weeks? Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't have because, any method to exp- I don't have any method to expert in two weeks. If you give me about 70 days, there are chances. But two weeks, I don't have any way to expert it. Because in the in one of the video you said something like talk to another person in your firm. They're that's, that's only that's only after July. By July, if you don't get it, you should contact him though. Or if you give him more than seventy days, he, you, he will he will he will have a chance. Two weeks, he doesn't have a chance. Okay. And one question. So on on my GCAD, can I uh, right now I'm H one B. So I have I have not used my GCAD yet. 
So, mm -hmm. if can I do a second job on GCAD, or I have to go out of the you country can, and come on EAD? You can do. You can. You can. You, you can. Don't have to go outside the country. You can just use the GCAD and start. Uh, and then you can. You can. You can start working on GCAD. You don't have to go outside the country, sir. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Hello. Um, can you hear yeah. me? Yes, ma'am. Uh, hi. Hi, sir. Uh, this is Durka. I'm an OPT student. So mm -hmm. last year, my employer just filed my H1 under consular process, which is not uh, completely approved, like, you know, um, until my STEM OPT period completes. Why would you file the consular processing? It's not my decision. He he did the decision, and I didn't know that about, about that okay. at all. Okay, keep going. Uh, so, and and he's not even giving my I-797B to me. Even I requested him a lot of times. So I felt like it's kind of weird thing. So what I did is like, I just dropped an H1 this year too. So just one H1 and it got picked. Um, so my question is, uh, if I if I use the 2023 H1, um, will that uh, 2022 h1 which is semi approved will that affect my status or any anywhere no in it the doesn't future or... it doesn't ma'am okay so if the employer don't withdraw then will that affect me no whether he withdraws or he doesn't withdraw it doesn't matter it won't affect you ma'am okay thank you sir thank you so much rajshekar rajshekar hello uh, hi rajshekar here yes uh, uh, your h1 we expect this year and my employer has suggested to do h1b consular processing why why would he do the consular processing what good is it don't don't try to save pennies okay uh, it's not about pennies sir uh, so i have my uh, wedding that is uh, in uh, in the month of october end so okay. uh, they, what they were suggesting is um, if my H-1B approval or anything gets delayed, so uh, consular Why would it get would delayed? Be... Why would it get delayed? You could do premium processing. Yeah, that's what they suggested. So that if, even though at worst case, wait, if it gets... Wait, why would, why would it get delayed, Rajshekar, when you do premium processing? Uh, so I'm not aware of that. So that's what they suggested. You're not aware of premium processing? I'm aware of premium processing. Well, just apply in premium processing. You're done with it. Okay. So what my employer told is this would be a good option so that uh, once you go back to India, you can come on F1 status. Uh, and no. then we can... Let me uh, no, no, no. You know what the guy is trying to do? Uh -huh. on, on F1, he doesn't have to pay the social security, that extra social security he pays. Okay. okay, there'll be extra 7% that it will be cut from you, extra 7% that will be cut from him. He's trying to save that for a long period of time at your cost. Mm. Not advisable, not advisable. Okay. Okay, so what are the pros and cons, sir? Sorry to uh, ask this. Well, this is... Let me see if I can get that. I have put a video for it. Uh, change of status versus consular processing. Uh, let me see if I have it. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did check that video in YouTube. Yeah, if you uh, still have doubts, you have to make an appointment. Okay, that's a specific yeah. video just made for you. It's. Okay. Uh, can you allow me to send the message to everybody, please? Yes, sir. Okay. So uh, watch that video and. 
don't don't do consular processing believe me okay just believe me if not pay me 400 i as a consultation i will tell the same thing next person please samir desai samir desai hello you've been laid off after 180 days after filing okay eb3 approved july 2 have not received ead or travel if i get ead now can i use it absolutely you can so am i at risk of any type uh, one, one thing samir i want you to get a job offer right now you may want to consult a lawyer though unlike the other guy where i'm very clear where he he should go for consular processing uh, he should not go for consular processing in your case there are a lot of gray area in it though the reason is that you must have a continuous job offer until you get the green card so you can have a continuous job offer you don't have to work until you get the ead okay so i i think uh, we are working on getting a job i'm hoping in in a month or so i should have it uh, okay layoff begins after a week or so i think so is a three week break okay i would recommend to avoid that if you can i would recommend to avoid it okay next person please otherwise uh, otherwise this 180 days since it's crossed it's okay to use ead whenever it comes absolutely yeah all right thank you next person my daughter is an f1 studying in us university of pursuing biomedical as two publications are an employee she is working under renowned scientists done several presentations and cell culture cancer and wanted to check if she would be eligible for obisa how uh, she can go for a green card um, and under uh, extraordinary abilities well right now the priority date is not current for green card applications though mm-hmm. um, but so yeah she is she eligible mm-hmm. just by what you are telling by itself is not good enough but we mm-hmm. need to look into she needs to get an evaluation done by a lawyer i will give yeah. you a link that i want but she has to make an appointment though okay sure sure uh, and i will oh. just go through the uh, go to the link and make an appointment with that particular person don't make an appointment with me okay uh, okay okay and also had one more question um and uh, uh, my i have got my uh, i140 and mm-hmm. and my priority date is 2017 um and i've been filed an eb2 by my employer but i am eligible mm-hmm. for eb1 so for some reasons they are not allowing me to go uh, not filing into eb1 so is there an option that i can separately file for eb1 for green card? are you speaking are you speaking of eb1c or eb1a which one are we speaking um uh, employment category eb1c you cannot file by yourself eb1a category you can file by yourself eb1c you can't only your company can file it okay for eb1a then uh, um and what is the eligibility criteria would i be eligible i have 28 years of experience no. i work 28 years experience no. doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean no. anything watch the video if you think so you are eligible the same video i sent for your daughter watch it okay But just sure. 20, 28 years experience is not it's by itself good enough mm-hmm. okay okay thank you next person please dinesh reddy dinesh reddy uh, hi rahul yes give me uh, one hi. second okay. yeah sure uh, employer filed for uh, employer filed for uh, h1b transfer rental processing within 60 days of termination and this is expected that filing for check was cash i have not received the receipt notice i'm concerned about oh if the check is cash you're pretty good though you can start working on it you can even convert into premium processing though uh, i'm currently working 
but like uh, without the receipt number how do i uh, upgrade to premium processing uh, there are ways that the employer can call and get the receipt number too if the check is cashed you are safe that's yeah, a main tried, thing yeah we tried several times but uh, uh, uscis is saying that they are not able to locate my application they have raised a service ticket uh, twice so far and uh, i'm not sure like uh, so i have submitted well, it's, a, it's a, yeah it's a, yeah if you still want to you can still file a premium processing it's up to you fresh up premium processing application you can if you want to oh i can file another application uh, yeah you can you can you can point out to the old application check has been cashed and you can say that and then get okay. that thing resolved if you you know sometimes it's maybe easier to just give the damn fellows more money okay yeah Even if and it's not required yeah but uh, the new application it will have the start date uh, it won't be oh that's fine the... that's fine that's fine you can explain them in the in the application oh okay uh, will they put it back to the uh, even if they don't though okay. even if they don't the explanation is good enough for you for you in okay. legal status later on okay, okay? but what if, uh, once we file it in premium what if the new, uh, old application gets approved and uh, what happens nothing you you have to apply you have to h1 by approvals Oh, okay. okay okay and uh, my wife is on h4 and she's working right now uh, will it have an impact on her because we did not no. file h4 along with my h1 because she has t25 no. okay no it will not have any impact okay that makes sense next, uh, thank you rahul next question rj uh yes hello we have filed for h5 eb3 priority currently a funds currently on f1 student visa what and uh, have been an f1 visa since 12 years since the date went back uh i'm reconsidering for continuing my school well when did you file the 485 485 we filed it in october of 2020 why do you need to maintain the f1 right now so we just thought that we continued to maintain it in case you know there would be any problems in the future and they said I to continue not, it because of uh, keeping really like a backup a, i would not do that you would not do that i would not do that okay so like because i've talked to someone and they said it's good to have it's a up to you sir it's up to you sir i not only that i would not do that i did not do that when the time came for me i did not do it oh okay. 30 years ago or 28 years ago or 30 years ago i did not do it i let mm. my non immigrant status go It's you up to you. Go. Yeah. Next person. And I, I mean, and I could use a EAD card, right? Yeah. I mean, EAD in advance for all you have it. Why would you be in clutches of the immigration lawyers? Get out of it, buddy. Okay. It. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Raghavendra. Raghavendra. Hi, hi, Rahul. Um, so, Raghavendra, these three consultancies that you filed the H one Bs. were you working or you were not working for google no i was not i was laid off in january and after that i applied now don't deal with these companies anymore uscis has just issued a tweet that they're going to refer these people to the criminal prosecution right so i should leave the company and find for full time right that is right sir i didn't said full time you can deloitte there are consultancy companies that don't file duplicate applications right uh, okay so like how, how do i find out like if the one where my it's one be picked is good or not simple are you working for that company right now they like i'm in the process of interview ah uh, no 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 
when they file the H-1B in February of 2024, would you be working for that company? Then it's a genuine application. Everything else is not. Okay, so if I continue to work with them, then it's a good thing. Yeah, if they file the H-1B, it's genuine because they have a job. Right. right? Okay. So if I yeah, get a job, they can file. Yeah, they can file. If you get a job with a consultancy company, you work with them in February and March of 2024, they file a H-1B, it's genuine. But if they're filing without a job, it's not. Simple. Okay, okay, so I'm in the process of getting this job and they're going to file this next month. So is will that be genuine? or No, because remember, you were not working for that company in February and March. Right. Okay. So that's a fraudulent company. When they file the lottery system, they should you should have been working for that company. Okay, makes sense. Yep, thank you so okay. much. Next person, please. Hey Rahul, thanks for uh, being my call. So this Before case is the status in H1B to H4 in March 2023. Texas Service Center change of status was approved on May 31st. We filed a H1B extension April in Vermont, which is still pending. She wants to be an H4 EAD. If her H1B extension get approved, will the H4 plus EAD become invalid? Yes, it becomes invalid. It becomes invalid. But I have a way to switch her back to H4. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, you don't have to yeah. go through the change of status process. Okay. okay. It's called Margarita switch. Okay. Okay. So one question says, even though we filed the change of status in the EAD together, they only approved the change of status. Still, the EAD is not yet approved. It is still pending. Ah. So I am kind of in a gray area, like I don't know what to do. So, that's why so, so do one thing right now, get the H-1B extension approved. Okay. Okay. Once the EAD is approved, then you do the Margarita switch. Because okay, if she yeah. does the Margarita switch, she gets to H4, she can't work. Okay, okay. You got it? Yes, sir. Got it. Thank you. Next person, please. Surendra? Surendra? Hello? Yes. Hey, sir. Quick question. So, I currently entered US in uh, advanced period, but I'm not mm -hmm. using my EAD yet. So, now my mm -hmm. H1 is due for extension. So, while I'm filing for H1, do I need to convert back to uh, H1 using AVR or can I just directly file uh, extinction? I'm a little bit confused. So, you use advanced parole to come into United States and then what? You, you lost so the I, job. I didn't, I didn't use EAD. So, I'm still in the same same employer. I just okay. didn't use my EAD. I'm still continuing okay. my H1. Now, uh -huh. I'm due for H1 extinction. Mm -hmm. So, should I go out of the country and do a AVR? Before filing for extension, oh, no, 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 no. you can directly do the uh, you can directly do the H1B extension, even though you entered an advanced parole, you're still working for the H1B company. You don't need to do AVR, you don't. Got it. Sure. Okay, thank you, sir. Next Thanks. person, please. Chaitanya, Chaitanya, yeah, hey, Rahul, I have posted my question. Technical reading, Technical of, reading the, of, of the regulations looks like the last day of employment is when you stop working for the company. However, the USCIS is a little bit lenient. They are allowing people to be to count the last day from the paycheck last day, though. But I don't know when they are going to reverse it. Oh, okay. 
So it's better to come like last day of employment. That would be much better. That would be much better. But if I'm uncornered, I'm going to use, since USCIS is, has never denied any of those applications right now, um, you know, I would be okay with it. Uh, the reason I'm telling this one is that I don't want you to come and say, hey, Rahul, you told me that it is the paycheck. I didn't tell you, but if I were you, I would take the paycheck as the date. Okay. okay. Yeah. Next person. Thank you. Hey, hi, Rahul. This is Dinesh. Uh, so my question is like, uh, I have priority date uh, uh, 2010 November and uh, mm -hmm. uh, my uh, 485 is pending right now. I'm waiting for EAD and the date moved back. So uh, my question is like, my uh, son is like 16 years old. So uh, once I get the EAD, will he be like saved with the aging out after 21? Or like, I'm not sure like the date will come back or not when he will be turning uh, 21. Yeah. That is right, sir. At the time when you file the application, okay, mm -hmm. he must be under 21 though, okay? So yes. the I-140 is already approved, is right? No, no, no. It's, it's not approved. So I'm waiting for the uh, EAD. So it's pending right now. I didn't say about EAD. I'm speaking about I-140. I-140 is approved, already approved. So why did you file the 485 recently? The I-140 is approved. So I switched the company actually. So I switched the company and they again like started the labor and then again uh, they they okay. Did the I got the point. I got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when was I-140 approved? Uh, it approved like uh, in I think like last um, March. This March okay. actually. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Then you are covered. You are covered. Your son is covered. Yeah. He will be covered under the uh, under the CSPA Act because at the time of filing the 485 application, you have, he's under 21, you file the 485, your I-140 is approved because that's important. I was trying to look into if the I-140 is still pending and it's going to be approved next month, that's going to be a problem for you. Okay, oh, the I-140 yeah, yeah. is, yeah, that's the reason I was very focused on it. So okay. he's saved uh, under the CSPA Act. Oh, okay. Another question, like uh, one more uh, thing, like uh, my uh, current company, like they usually like call for this uh, this particular position. Uh, they file only in EB3 and if I get the promotion, uh, they do like EB2 or something. So I'm not sure like if I can go for any other roles or responsibility changes okay. like after getting the EAD. You can. If they allow you, okay. go for it. Okay. And uh, the same like EB3 will continue, right? Yes. I want you to watch the video that I made it for your okay. son, okay? Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Durga? Durga? Satish? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> Rao, sir, uh, Satish, you know? Um, Satish, did we file for your son, is that right? Yeah, so uh, you, if you remember our discussion, uh, we were talking about first moving to EB3, because original was filed on EB3 I-485 uh, to avoid, because when uh, October 2020, I filed uh, EB3 originally, that time my son was... Uh, okay, you have, a, you, you have a Zoom conference tomorrow at 145. Okay. Can you give me the details, the dates every time in the email, please? The okay. email you sent to me. Because you haven't no, given no. the details. This okay. is the date the I-140 has been. This is the date. This has been. This is my son's age. Can you give me the detail thing and come back at 145 tomorrow? Sure, sure. But if you remember, Rao, sir. When How we would I remember? No, no, I mean, like, 
Remember, yeah, I'm speaking with no, 30 I'm, people here. I mean, like you noted, but I'll send it to you. You think so? I'll remember it, Satish. <laughs> no, no. Sure, sure. Okay. I, Why I, don't I, you I, give me the dates when you send an email to me? This is when the I-140 has been pinned. This is my son's age. This is when I filed it. Give me all those things, and then I will speak with you. It'll be easier, okay? If you think I will remember, well, you know, you're expecting that I'm a guard, okay? I'm not. No, I mean, okay. like, I just wanted to remind that we all. No, no, you mean I'm speaking with 30 people every day just mm -hmm. in this conference call. I won't remember, Satish. Believe me. No problem. No, no problem. Okay. Sure. Send an email with the dates. I have given you a time tomorrow at 145. Nobody comes there in those things. Two, three people comes there. This is only for clients. You're coming unnecessarily wasting your time in this one. Okay. That's for our clients. Okay. Okay. No problem. Sure. Thank you. I'll wait for you at 145 tomorrow. Next person, please. Frederick. Hi, Rahul. Frederick here. Question about uh, automatic revalidation. Yes. For change of status, I'm an L1B with the company A and company B applied for change of status H1B. During the time I traveled to India due to emergency, came back, readmitted now, wanted to switch to company B. Ah, Did the H1B come with, uh, with the I-94 or it doesn't come with an I-94? The approval notice of H1B? Yeah. yeah. I think it's come with I-94. Are you sure? Uh, I'm still waiting for them to send me that, but uh, the, the reason, the reason, even if it comes on the H-1B approval, though, you still should not use the automatic revalidation. Here is the reason, though. When the change of status is pending, if you travel outside the country, the change of status is abundant. The H-1B is not only the change of status is abundant. So the automatic revalidation, I don't want you to use it. I just want you to go and get the stamping. That's one thing you can do. The other thing you can do is that apply for the change of status again right now. Yeah, but my the new employer is not agreeing to apply reapply for a change of status for some reason. Why would what some reason? You I think you are dancing around about... going outside the country. Why would he do spend extra money to do that thing? I would agree with your right. example. But the, that employer, you go and get the stamping done and come back. Okay, Why so the stamping is the only option. Coming, yeah, you you danced around, okay, instead of sitting down. So that's your mistake. Why would he spend the money for it? I agree with that guy. Okay. The best thing is go and get the stamping done. Don't use automatic revalidation. Okay. Okay. So stamping, there should not be a problem, sir. When I go to Mexico or Canada, I can get a stamping done. You can go to Canada, Mexico, or India to get the stamping. Okay. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Uh, before I go into it, I may not be able to attend all the people, guys. There is a link that we are going to provide for the appointments. Anybody can make an appointment. My times, my schedule, everything is open. You can book the time at any point of time. Can you give them the link for the appointment, please? Okay. Go ahead, Prata. Uh, yeah, this is Partha. Hey, uh, so Sorry, uh, uh, yeah, that's okay. So, uh, so I'm I have I'm currently on H1B and my priority date. I'm on EB3 on uh, uh, Feb 2014. So my employer agreed to do a E1B visa for me. So my question I have is like. Uh, my employer has an offshore location in India, and uh, mm -hmm. I'm here. And I just wanted to see if uh, if that is uh, 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 that is a valid criteria. And the second question I had is: Can so, I? So wait, Prata, 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 did you work for the company in India? No. Uh, so we, uh, I actually, I worked for him as a consultancy company. He do have no. a consultancy so, company. So the answer to the question is that you did not directly work on the payroll of the company. 
we I work on the payroll on the company in US, but but not actually in India. I asked you whether it's in India. So so they cannot file an EB one. For to file an EB one, you have to leave the country, go outside the country, work for that company for one year, and come back. Okay. Okay. The problem is then you have to abandon the adjustment of status application for EB3 application. Yes, that's right. Yep. Okay. So that means, and if you go and you do that, and if you don't get the EB1 approval, you will be Nagarka Nagarka. Okay. Okay. I understand. Next person, please. Sheena? Yeah. Uh, hi. So, uh... Uh, Sheena, the way it works out for the country of uh, country, which country you are from, will depend on the country of birth. So if you have a passport from Singaporean, Singaporean passport, for the purpose of the green card though, you will not be considered a Singaporean citizen though. However, the Singapore people have extra H-1Bs and they're eligible for, if I'm not mistaken, they're eligible for uh, extra H-1Bs they're eligible for. It's called H-1B1. Yeah, they're also eligible for the E-2 visas though. You're eligible as a Singaporean passport holder, you're eligible for it. But for the green card, you're Indian. Okay, so there's no way of establishing that the citizenship rules are a little different and all? No, otherwise I will have my clients buy citizenship. I have buy passports from different countries. I will have all my clients buy the passports. And okay. then believe me, it's not illegal to buy the passport. I'm not speaking of it illegal. There are some countries which can give the passport for about $20,000, $30,000. Okay? okay? Got it. Thank you. Ram? I know Singapore is very hard, but I just, the same rule though. Uh, Ram, Hi, um, the EAD auto extensions for the H4 and the adjustment of status before, if you file before, if they're expiring before December of 2023, they are 540 days. Okay. So I have one more question, sir. So I was working in the same company. I was hired in the US, went back to India, uh, worked for two years in 2019, came back in 2022, but no promotion. But can I am I eligible for EB one or something? When you were how how long did you work there? In India, two and a half years, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty two. And oh, okay, wow. Well, uh, which okay, that's. Uh, uh, but did you work at a higher level manager position, supervising oh, no. more people? That yeah, is, that I was supervising. I was supervising like a couple of people, like I was handling the projects, but I was not officially named as a project manager or anything. Which company this is for? A Cognizant. Well, ask them if they will file. At the most, they will say no, is it right? What can they do? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. But they have a strict hierarchy in Cognizant though. If you are yeah. not at that level manager, they won't do it. But you know, just ask them, hey, why don't you do EB1 for me? If they just say yes, well, go for it. If they don't say no, well, you know, what's a, if they say yes and they get the EB1 denial, what do you got to lose? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. So because right now I'm in EB3 right now, uh, yeah. so I will continue in EB3, right? If they EB1 yeah. also deny. Right, right. And and you said 540 extension is this is only till the end of this uh, 2023, right? That is right. EB3? That is right. Yeah. That is right. I'll go to the last caller. I'll go to Sai Suma. Can you unmute Sai Suma? Yeah. <laughs> Newcomer, uh, can I earn money from affiliate marketing blogs, YouTube on H1B? Uh, no, you're not supposed to, ma'am. Unless you are an H4 EAD, you cannot. 
Okay, can I do okay. it uh, as an Indian citizen in my Indian bank? No, ma'am. You are here sitting in United States. We call it as a rule of butts. Where your butt sit, the rule is applicable, though. So you can't stay in United States and say that I am working in Mars because I'm logging into Mars. Okay, Mars okay. is a different planet. Okay, so yeah. no, we the 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 U.S. government, the Indian government. I don't know of any government that accepts cyberspace as a space. It's only you, IT guys, think that it's a space. For lawyers, it's not. Okay. Okay. And for the police, it's not. Unfortunately. Uh, one Thank you, guys. Uh, can uh, can I do my first time uh, stamping in uh, any other country except for you India? Can. You can. I can. Okay. You can. Okay. Thank you. But you can do you can do hobby of promoting the YouTube and other things, ma'am. Okay. As okay. a hobby, you can do it, but not as a profession making money. Okay. Got it. Thank okay. you guys for coming. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at eleven thirty. Don't forget that we you can make an appointment. Uh, uh, the link of the appointment we are providing, so you can make an appointment at any time with me or any of my colleagues. The link is provided there. So uh, give me one second, okay? Uh, just keep the Zoom call open, uh, Sri, so that people can get access to the appointment. Uh, the link, yeah, the link will be there. She will go to open the Zoom call for the next two minutes. So you can go to the link and my schedule is there, guys, for you to make an appointment. I'm, I'm sorry that I couldn't uh, uh, answer all the, all the people. I have other appointments that I need to go. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.